Want to hone your craft as a digital marketer and get expert insights from thought leaders and industry experts? Welcome to the How I Work podcast. I'm your host, Josh Becerra, founder and president of Agurian. Follow us on Twitter at Agurian Tweets or subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great content. Now, here's the episode of the podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Josh Becerra from Agurian. I'm here with Michael Diego, founder and CEO of Wise Assistant, a tool that helps creators more efficiently and effectively grow and monetize their personal brands. Thanks for being here, Michael. Thanks for having me, Josh. I'm super excited. Yeah, me too. So tell me about this passion for creators. Where did that come from? Yeah, I mean, so I've really been a creator my entire life, um, whether it was when I was a child, I did a lot with visual art, painting, 2D design. Um, in middle school, I actually designed video games. So I created video games. Okay. In, in high school, I was doing a lot of uh, 2D design. I did college work in high school. And then in college, I studied um, I studied journalism in film at the University of Georgia. So everything in my background is all creators, got into software development and still feel like a creator in that space. So um, creativity cool. is really at my core. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So, um, I, you know, I know what wise assistance about, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, you know, it's about kind of influencer marketing. So people throw around these terms like creator influencer. Can you help us with some of those definitions? Yeah, of course, Josh. And honestly, we're seeing kind of this convergence of creator and influencers really increasingly creator influencers. But yeah. to like break apart the terms, a creator is somebody who makes stunning professional quality content, right? They're the photographers, the videographers, writers, and artists. Influencers are really those that have a community, right? And they get engagement from that community. So you're thinking more of like YouTubers, Yelp reviewers, bloggers, right? But those influencers, YouTuber is essentially a videographer, so you're kind of seeing them them blend together. Uh-huh. And increasingly, we at Wise Assistant even go a little bit farther and self-define a community influencer, right? So it's a, it's a type of influencer that really has this trust and respect within their community, mm -hmm. and they drive community commerce more generally. So yeah. those are just those are some of the terms and how we think about them. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of I like that distinction. I, I get it one now that you've said it. So, um, so you're you've gotten yourself into the the influencer space, and uh, of course, you know, in doing that, you've learned a lot about influencer marketing. You you understand a lot about like where this is headed. So, can you talk a little bit about like some of the maybe common misconceptions? that exists out there about this type of marketing or like where you see brands kind of falling down or not doing what it takes um, to like take full advantage of this channel? Yeah, I think brands and local businesses, when they think about influencer marketing, they think about it from a really transactional perspective mm -hmm. and that's not the most effective way to manage influencers or even to think about influencer marketing. Quite honestly, if you're just thinking about influencers and your influencers in the term of transaction campaigns, 
you're leaving half of your ROI on the table, right? You really need to think of your influencers as almost like your biggest brand advocates, right? Ideally, you have a personal relationship with them, right? They inform you on product decisions. They they are almost a part of your close-knit community. You can have them in chat rooms, you know, the best you can foster a direct connection to that influencer community, mm-hmm. the best ROI you're going to see. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, when I've kind of thought about influencer marketing, it's like product placement. It's like, hey, I'm going to ship you. You're like into the outdoors and you got a huge following. I'm going to ship you my really cool looking backpack and I want you to take some pictures with it out there and share it with your audience like so you're saying that feels overly transactional yeah and there's this broader shift happening in the marketplace you know for the last half decade or so the influencer marketing space has really been hijacked by closed marketplaces and these um these ecosystems that you can't really see behind where there's a wall between the brand and the influencer yeah. Um, and it's really kind of been facilitated almost as a service. Sure. But as like the the market has evolved, has it changed, you're seeing software applications that actually assist in the management of influencers at scale. So, you know, developing relationships, nurturing relationships, discovering those relationships with influencers and then tracking ROI for campaigns. Mm-hmm. That's really where the market's going outside of this like we're gonna do one campaign and we're gonna we're gonna be done right why would you invest or why would a smart brand or business invest in developing a relationship with an influencer and then abandon that right right if the campaign is good if that influencer and their audience are having this conversation about your product or service you want to build on top of that right you don't want to start from scratch every time now the there are plus sides of leveraging new influencers, but you know what we're seeing is that the better you can continue to foster and develop that relationship, the better, the more return you're going to get. Yeah. So, like, what do you what do you think is like hardest then for brands? Is it like choosing who that influ? If if really like, you know, you're going to try to create this long lasting relationship, man, I feel like choosing the right influencer becomes really hard or like, what are some of the hardest things you think uh, brands have to deal with and when it's when it comes to influencer marketing? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest things and one of the things that has been most challenging for us that we've as we've developed these relationships with influencers is that there are many parts of the process, right? Okay. You want to be able to manage it end to end. So There's discovery, right? That's one element. Discovery happens a lot on social media. So you're finding influencers in Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, right? How are you tracking that? Maybe it's a spreadsheet, right? Maybe it's a CRM of something, of some Mm -hmm. sort, right? After that, then you have to communicate with this influencer, right? Maybe you're communicating with that influencer directly on Instagram because that's the best place to get their attention. Right. Maybe it's through email. Some other creators, some other influencers prefer email, TikTok. So you're kind of not only you're discovering on different platforms, you're communicating on different platforms and then, you know, tracking ROI, whether it's with an affiliate link, 
uh, broader just like campaign uh, ROI. I think it's really this, the fragmentation of the entire kind of influencer management um, life cycle process and, um, you know, kind of moving from each piece. And that's why it makes a lot of sense to actually bring all those influencers, essentially your brand advocates mm -hmm. into a community where you can interact, communicate with them directly and almost get their feedback in a, you know, in a larger space, almost like a town hall of sorts. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes, that makes perfect sense. So um, you've mentioned kind of ROI. So what are you seeing as like some of the key metrics? Like what are some of the things that brands really should be paying attention to when they're, when they're, um, you know, having these conversations with their, the influencers, what are some of those KPIs that you, you would say are essential? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's going to vary on depending on the, um, on the, the brand and its business model. Yep. Um, the brands that we're talking to, you know, most of the time they're looking for, um, they're looking for sales, right? They're looking for increased revenue. They're looking for additional purchases. So I'm curious if you're more interested in like what metrics we're looking at that defines a good relationship with an influencer or what a brand is, are typically looking for in these relationships. Um, I'm thinking it's the, the former, like, so what are some of the KPIs or what, what are you looking at to know that like that re relationship you have is, is strong with that influencer that you need to continue to invest in that relationship? Yeah. I mean, engagement's everything, right? Yeah. Um, I think there were, for a long time, there was this like frenzy of let's work with the biggest influencers in the market. And that's going to, that's going to be the, what's best for our business. But as the market's matured or as it's grown, kind of engagement has become the biggest, the most important thing. Right. Yeah. And that could be that influencers engagement with their community or the brand's engagement with the influencer. Mm. Right. So if you're a, let's say you're an e-commerce brand, you're selling, uh, watches or something right yeah. being able to identify an influencer that that talks about that kind of accessory and having a having good engagement with them and then fostering that engagement right because as you continue to develop the relationship with that influencer that influencer is developing a relationship with the community that they've curated and with them continuing to put your product or your service out into their community is only going to continue to develop and lead to sales for your business. Cool. So do you have any, I mean, we've talked to us about some of this stuff, but do you, do you, besides like um, brands getting into relationships, are there any other kind of high level best practices? Like there's probably people who will be listening who have never done any influencer uh, marketing before. So like, do you have any other kind of high level best practices to just like say, make sure that you think you're thinking about these things before you get started? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can dig into the details on exactly how you can deploy an influencer campaign. Is is that kind of what you think would be most interesting here? Or yeah, maybe. Maybe we could dig into that. I mean, I think it could segue into like wise assistant. We've been talking around it a little bit. I know that you have a, a platform that brings a lot of the pieces together. So um 
yeah, why don't you just talk about that? Yeah, so I can talk, let's talk very briefly about maybe how Wise Assistant has started to develop these relationships with influencers. Sure. So we will, you know, de depending on the type of influencer we're looking for, we'll use hashtags to kind of segment segment a portion of influencer, whether in Instagram or TikTok. And then we use tools to be able to extract information about these influencers and send direct messages or send emails to them to start to bring them into our community. Okay. Once they're in our community, we have a space where they can kind of in communicate directly with us. You know, we can start to like deepen and develop that relationship. And then we can deploy them for campaigns for ourselves or campaigns for the brands that we work with. So that's been a pretty successful method that we've done. Mm -hmm. um, we host local events. We, again, talking about engagement and keeping like engagement at the center of everything that we that we do. Yeah. We host local events. We bring our influencers together. We bring our influencers together with the brands that they're working with. Again, really what we're trying to do is break down the wall between yeah. the influencers and the brands. You know, today consumers have gotten really smart, right? They can sniff out an inauthentic recommendation that an influencer makes, right? Yeah, for sure. And so an influencer can't really make an authentic recommendation about a product or service if they don't authentically believe in that product or service, right? So influencers are almost like your most important customers, right? They have the loudest voice and continuing to develop that direct connection and that authentic relationship with them is gonna serve your brand, serve your brand the best. Yeah. And I think maybe, you know, maybe that's a good segue into uh, Wise Assistant, um, which I believe kind of ties a bit into my background. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. So I, I studied journalism at the University of Georgia. My minor was in film theory. So in that major, you really look at the evolution of the printing press to the radio, to the TV, and to increasingly, you know, web web one and social and web two, right? Mm -hmm. So Web Web 2 is really where interactive digital media kind of emerged, right? Where now I can post about something and then somebody can engage with that. Now, it was my belief system that whatever kind of came next would be a digital platform that extends beyond Hollywood or traditional media and impacts society and culture more broadly. So that's kind of why I got into software development. Okay. I spent uh, about I spent a, a few years working in cloud computing at Hewlett Packard Enterprise, and during that time, I had the opportunity to travel the world and was an influencer myself. Right? Awesome. At, at that time, I kind of I learned basically some of the challenges that can go along with influencing, right? But I also learned how I guess important influencers were in inspiring people to try new products or try new services or experiences. And, you know, Wise Assistant kind of emerged around that. So when you, when you described the company earlier, you talked, you know, more about the product, right? Yeah. We, you know, we empower influencers to really grow their brand and, and start their business so that they can do it as more than just a side gig, right? So sure. we like to think of ourselves as a word of mouth marketing platform, right? 
we leverage the power of influencers as our means of helping brands and helping the influencer kind of amplify their voice. But that's really what we're doing with influencer marketing, right? The most authentic kind of marketing is marketing generated through direct, authentic recommendations. And that's why we believe in helping influencers, empowering them to not only fund their work, fund their ability to experience new things, try new products and services through these partnerships that they're developing, but to help them monetize so that they can sustain it as a business, generate passive income through selling digital products and services. Yeah. I mean, I love that you're talking about it as like word of mouth, because like in the end, that I still believe is like the very best marketing, right? And so uh, if you can translate that to influencer and really like help brands understand that all we're doing is kind of like amping up the, the, the word of mouth by leveraging people who have large communities that, you know, take their, that recommendation, that authentic recommendation. I, I mean, I think it's super smart to be thinking about it like that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like the things that you end up buying or trying as a consumer typically come from people in your network that you like, know, and trust. Right. And so, you know, with influencer marketing, you're really just giving a, a megaphone to these community leaders and you're being more intentional about how they're talking about products and services and where they're talking about it. So you're, you're kind of like staging word of mouth marketing. And that's really at the core of what in influencer marketing is right. Yeah. In, it's really the shift between like conventional marketing where conventional marketing is like broadcast media, right? Where a company is talking directly to an audience and this shift towards more narrow cast media where mm-hmm. members of the community are talking to each other, right? Yeah. And that's really where authentic, that's really where the conversion happens. You know, that's where the magic happens. Yeah. And I mean, millennials and Gen Z are increasingly turning to influencers and, and members of their community for for recommendations to make these buying decisions. Cool. So a lot of uh, you know, the audience here is is software as a service kind of marketers and companies. So, you know, Wise Assistant, of course, is software. Um, so how are you guys going about kind of growing? Um what strategies have you started to use as a SaaS company that you found to be most effective? Yeah, I mean, we've tried a little bit of everything. And at the end of the day, influencer marketing was is the largest the largest ROI that we've ever that we've ever seen, right? Doesn't remember, surprise me that that's your answer. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I'm being serious. We've uh we've, you know, we've We've done a bit of SEO. We've, uh, you know, we've done, we've run ads, um, yeah. you know, at, but at the end of the day, when you, when you really kind of hone in on an influencer whose community could, could get a lot of value from your product and you, and they talk about your product or your service and in, in, in a way that resonates, like that's when we see kind of spikes in our, growth and in our kind of trajectory. So yeah. um, we've experimented with a little bit of everything though. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, 
your entire kind of marketing stack should be 100% marketing. I mean, I'm a big proponent for diversification, but I, I do think that specifically what's going to resonate with this generation are going to be is going to be that that kind of like that direct recommendation by people that that the audiences have almost become a part of their life, you know, and you really get that through influencer channel marketing. Cool. Well, I love that you're you're drinking your own Kool-Aid like and and <laughs> and that it's working. I think that's awesome. And I I feel like it's um there's a lot of people who shy away from it because they just don't get it or don't understand it. So it sounds like, you know, you've learned that uh it can it can work for not only wise assistant but a lot of other a lot of other brands and companies as well. So that's super cool. Um Talking about learning, uh, we're getting close here to time. And one of the things that I love to ask every one of my guests, of course, is um, what are you learning right now? Like, who are you listening to? What books are you reading? Podcasts? Any thought leaders out there? Um, Anything that uh, you can share with the audience? Yeah, I mean, I I guess I would highlight um, two people. Um, or one book and then one person. Um, so back when I was doing, when I was doing the travel influencing gig, um, I read a book called the experience economy by Joseph Pine. And he talked in the book, he talks about the evolution of economic value from commodities to goods and services out into experience experiences and transformation. And, you know, it kind of set my focus on what has bec- what became Wise Assistant, right? So I really would encourage that book for any, you know, any business owner. I think it's uh, how they talk about the value of experiences mm-hmm. um, and therefore relationships that develop through them, I think is really powerful. As it relates to more of like more directly to influencer marketing and more directly to word of mouth marketing, um, there's this guy, Ted Wright, who has this company called Fizz. Um, and there's a book, there's a book called uh, Fizz. It's um, Harness the Power of Word of Mouth Marketing to Grow Your Business, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really like the the like the manual for word of mouth marketing, right? He talks about how you turn your most engaged customers into advocates. And I believe literally the first chapter of the book is like, it's like influencers and why you need them, um, which he gets into this idea that like that word influencer has really become very loaded because people tie influencers just to social media influencers right. and less like community influencers. So I think he does a good job about like separating the two and really highlighting like whether you like it or not, you know, you're already working with influencers and um he kind of, he does a really good job about separating the two. So I like to stay up to date with Ted. Um, and Fizz is actually in Atlanta and they do a lot of work with uh, local restaurants that I think is really fascinating. So. Awesome. Well, that's, that's outstanding. I love that you're talking about, um, kind of the, the, you know, the book talks about experiences and relationships and how like that is where you know the the most value can can actually be derived and i'm a huge proponent of that i mean we talk all the time about how while digital marketing like agurian is definitely focused on data and there's a lot of tools to help us understand that data and 
uh, derive insights and all of these things. But at the end of the day, like when we're showing up to meetings, we're meeting with people, they're our clients, and we have to have relationships with them. And they have to kind of experience, uh, have an experience when working with a Gurian that makes them feel good and confident in the work that we're doing together. So I'm a huge, I'm a huge uh, fanboy of talking about relational aspects of uh, our economy because I, I think there's a lot to it. I think sometimes we skew so heavily towards tech and tools and data, and we kind of forget about the art of like being human. Yeah, no, I mean, relationships are everything. When you boil and remove everything else, like relationships are what move the world forward, what move everything forward. It's, you know, two or three smart people that turn into a company and a company is just a group of people that change the world, you know? And so, um, you know, and that, I think that bleeds into everything, right? I mean, what we we talked a lot about influencer marketing, but way to think about influencer marketing is about relationships at scale generated by conversations indirectly, like directly, indirectly through a variety of different mediums and, you know, as technology is maturing, there's a lot of more tools to kind of foster and create this. And, but yeah, uh, relationships, experiences, they, they drive the world forward. I love it. That's how we need to end relationships and experiences drive the world forward. Perfect. Yeah. So I really want to thank you, Michael. This has been a great episode of how I work. uh, And we'll just say goodbye for today. Thank you so much for having me and uh, look forward to the next one. All right. Thank you for listening to the How I Work podcast with Josh Becerra. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe. To learn more about Agurian and for more digital marketing tips and insights, head to agurian.com.